All right, let's get on into it right quick, folks. Uh, first and foremost, I want to welcome all of y'all to Ivy Knows Best. This is this is just a relief to have time to talk to every single one of y'all. All of y'all are my people. Even those who don't love me, y'all still my people. All right. Um, I have, have some I want to holler at y'all about. I'm about to sit up here and slang this conversation y'all way. You feel me? And y'all can go ahead and whip out the scale and, you know, see what it's hitting for. All right. I want to welcome y'all to the Ivy, to the Ivy Knows Best podcast, man. Uh, today, we're going to talk about some real stuff right quick. And I'm not excluding anybody. I'm not trying to make anyone feel a certain way. But what I'm about to talk about is serious. All right. Um, there's a question that I have, and I've always had this question. I, and I, I think I think the reason for me having this question really comes down to uh, some of the recent things that have been at play. All right. Um, in light of the recent murder that we just saw of the young black man, or I'm sorry, not the young black man, but the black man in Minnesota um, by the hands of the police out there. Uh, after saying he can't breathe and you have four minutes pass by where a cop has his knee on his neck. That is that visual is so fresh in my mind and it's disturbing, especially watching him move his dead body onto that gurney and realizing that um, we're still in that place. We're still in that space. It's 2020 and we're still in that space. You know, we're still in a place where as an African-American, you're just a number. You're nothing more than a number. And I don't care if someone cares what I have to say. I'm going to say, I just really think that that's sick and that needs to change. But I realized something. I was having a conversation with a family member of mine and, and um, the conversation turned sour. And I realized there was a lot of onus being thrown on the black individual. Right. And I'm, and I've looked at this so many times and I'm like, why do we have that mentality? Like, why do we have the mentality of, Hey man, I'm I'm black. I need to conduct myself a certain way so that I'm not a target, right? Um, I I it kind of just reminds me when I was a kid. When I was a kid, my mom used to always talk to me and my brother. All right, and she used to always tell us, and so did my father. Hey man, look, you are an African American man. Nobody's going to give you anything in this world, and not only that, they look at you like you illiterate, like you can't read, and they expect you to fail. So this is why you have to be so much better than the average person, right? And I never understood that. And every time I spoke to a lot of my other black friends, um, you know, young brothers, you know, at, you know, at age 20, 25, we used to tell each other the same thing. We'd go hang out. Hey, man, don't act like no nigga when you come up in here. You know, like, and, and I wanted to know what changes, like, why? Like, what what changes happen in life to where we had to curtail being who we are for society, right? Like the lessons that I, that we were taught as young men or as kids were to develop us into men who survived um, our type of pandemic, which is African-Americans being killed by police and being killed by different entities. Not only African-Americans killing African-Americans, because that's, that's an issue too. But we're not talking about that because I really don't look at that as black on black. I look at that as an individual who might be a bad guy or make a mistake. You know, he does something because we don't talk about any other race the way we talk about black on black crime. And so we're just going to put black on black crime on the shelf for the remainder of this conversation. And we're just going to look at, you know, the things that we were taught as young men. 
you know, my mom, I know there's a lot of mamas in there. Hey, you don't you don't you take your black ass down there acting crazy. Don't you go down there saying this or saying that and don't act this way and don't act that way. Right. And I never understood it. And 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 there's a part of me that doesn't understand why we had to be trained that way. You know, but there's also a part of me just after seeing that and after seeing all the other things that made me realize why my mom said that. Why my father taught me the things that he taught me, you know. It it was really imperative. It became very imperative to me that that's still an issue. The acceptance of being of, of black people just being themselves is still an issue for people in this world today. And the fact that I'm talking to y'all and, and, and having this conversation with you guys, because like I said, y'all family. So I feel like I can kick my feet up and just talk to every single one of you, you know, about this. I'm just so confused on why as African-Americans that, you know, as a child, we had to be trained that way. I, at least I was confused. I'm no longer confused now because I'm seeing, you know, you you can be black and just be driving your car, get pulled out by the police and 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 be a goner, you know. So and I have a black, I have a son. My son's six years old. So I realized at six years old, I have to have a conversation with my son about the way that he ca- that he would carry himself in the future. You know, so that he's not perceived a certain way. It's it's weird that it's weird to say this, but as African Americans, we're we're even as other minorities, but just mainly as African Americans, we're taught that being ourselves isn't acceptable. It's ghetto. It's it's you know ratchet. It's this is that. And guess what? There are those things do exist. But as a whole, as African American man, I should never be viewed as those things. Because I mean, we come up with all these excuses for every for everybody else, as in why they aren't, you know, viewed the way that we are viewed. But we view ourselves in such a way, like we put so much onus on how how we conduct ourselves, which is good. Self accountability is great, but to what extent? Because you can do all you can do and still end up a statistic, you know. And it's crazy because I hear so many people. Say, oh, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Well, look, unfortunately, let me not not even say unfortunately. Well, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm right. Unfortunately, we don't have a justice system that we can trust to do what it's meant to do, which is serve justice, right? Firing somebody who just murdered somebody isn't enough. You know, seeking charges isn't enough. Until they are convicted, it is not going to be enough. It's not. No matter how much money the city pays that family and, and, they, and that family's in my prayers, it's not going to be enough. It's it's impossible. You know, it's impossible to to repay somebody that way. But the fact that you can senselessly, senseless, senselessly sit there and take something from somebody that you're not willing that you can't give back. You can't give it back. When you're supposed to, you know serve and protect it's crazy to, like to me it's just flabbergasted so i found myself um questioning and not understanding like what how do we get to that point where you know and i'm 31 for anybody who, who might who might want to know this and my mother was telling me this when i was six seven years old I've, i was i've been learning that lesson since i was six or seven years old and i'm 31 and i'm still learning that lesson Every time I think that we've moved a little bit to a a different point, I'm quickly reminded that we're not there. 
right? And and th- this is just definitely based off, you know, not only what I've just seen, but just my just my remembrance of my entire life being black. I've been told not to be so sensitive when we're making black jokes in a lot of different career spots I've been, including the United States military. Yes, I'm throwing it under the bus, right? There's been plenty of times that, you know, we tell inappropriate jokes. This is what we do, right? And and don't worry. I mean, I, I, we've all been a part of it. So it's not really, you know, much to tell about, but it's just weird how desynthesize, how descent, how numb, let me just use that word because I'm not going to mess myself up, right? And embarrass myself. Um, how numb we become to that, to to the fact, okay, we just saying this, or it's just that, or it's just a joke. Well, sometimes we're, I, I like to believe now we're not at that, we're not at the point where that's a joke no more. We're not at the point where, um, where just being okay with you being a person is a thing. You know what's funny? All those All Lives Matters people are mighty quiet on my timeline, you know? Plus or minus some people, but for the most part, they're really quiet on these timelines of these posts. How do you you like 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 the, your true colors are going to show whenever the reality really you know hits the fan? When the reality presents itself, the real you is going to show. Okay, and the sad part about that is a lot of people's reality and true selves, you know, only come to light when there's an issue. That affects their community Because mind you If it's about all lives And this should also be A tragedy for you You should be in an uproar About this You you can't You can't defend Or just go Hey well I want to wait To see what the case is No No Mr. or Mrs. All Live Matters No You're not allowed that You're allowed Because it's a life That was lost And since all lives matter Then this black life That was just lost senselessly, Along with the Along with the other uh, Multitude of, of Black lives needs to be uh, addressed and needs to be mourned and needs to be uh, spoken up for. There needs to be an outrage for that. Let's not sit there and let's not twiddle our thumbs. Let's not think about it. There's nothing to think about. You know, but, you know, I, I, like it's, it's just crazy because now the more I think about it, my mother always taught me that, always told me and my brother, hey, if you're going to speak, learn how to talk. Learn how to talk to people. Keep your pants pulled up because the image of who we are is threatening enough. And this is why she was saying the image of who we are is threatening enough. The color of your skin is so threatening that your parents have to teach you or tell you to not act how you normally would want to act. To curtail yourself so you don't come off as the angry black person. It's crazy. When every other race is, hey, oh, they're just being kids. Oh, they're just being, oh, they're just being, them. they're just expressing themselves. Well, no, they're not. They're not just expressing themselves, right? If I'm African-American and I'm young and I commit a crime, I'm a thug, right? That the news would, would jump up if, if, and Lord forbid anything ever happens to me and I pray to God it never does. And I, and I pray that I'm safe, but, or, or anybody out there, if you're African-American and the police do something to you, I guarantee you Fox News is going to go ahead and spin a story about what you did when you were 12. You could be 45. I promise you they're going to dig up something. They're going to dig up a social media post they go, or, or a tweet. They're going to dig up something that says, hey, this is who he was, This is, but it has nothing to do with you dying. This is why it was so important for us to have our stuff in check. This is why it was so important for my mother to tell me 
hey, son, be this kind of person because you never know when your time is going to come. You don't know, and you don't know what people are going to dig up on you. And, and I think the worst part about it is the fact that people will defend such cowardly acts, you know, that are backed by racism or backed by evil. Explain to me, you know, anybody if you can, all right? If, if you've ever been told that by your parents, how'd that make you feel? Did it ever make you question, like, man, why, like, why am I being told this? All the, rest of the, all the rest of the kids I might see in the neighborhood are able to be them, be themselves. They're able to be kids. But as a black kid, you had to be careful. You had to be extra careful. And now even, even more so today, now because we have people who feel empowered and emboldened. As a black father, I have to tell my six-year-old son, you know, his 13-year-old sister, his nine-year-old sister, his eight-year-old sister, hey, hey, look, guys, we want to be careful. We don't want to come off this way. And believe me, it's not just men. Because I realize I realize this with African-American women, right? Our African-American women in society are being um, vilified, so to speak. They're being, I don't know if I'm even using the right word there, but, they, you know, they, they consider them hoochie or ratchet for being themselves. But then you have a white young lady or another or another ethnicity young lady who will copy the exact same style and they'll they'll applaud her for oh she's just being who she is she's being amazing no she's not no she's not no she's not she no she's not she's copying pasting what she's seen on instagram or what she's seen in her neighborhood and what she perceived a person of color to be and she legit just did it the little danielle brigoli girl comes directly to mind when i speak that it's crazy it, it, to me, it's just another version of blackface. You can copy the way we look. You can copy our hairstyles. You can copy our lingo. And guess what? You don't got to suffer none of the consequences when it comes time. None of them. Perfect example. Little white kid who was who, down in California who was rolling with the Rolling 90 neighborhood Crips. Right? They committed a crime and killed a young man. He was there. They go to prison. Nothing happened to him. Even though he was directly involved. The boy got off. Y'all can look it up as public information. White kid, right? Copied the lingo, threw up the hand signs, wore the colors, hung out with the people, did the crimes, got jumped into the gang, did what he had to do to earn the trust that far. So it was cool for him to copy it, but he he don't got to suffer the consequences because he's just a kid. Well, those individuals could be the same or the same age as him just about. They're not just kids. They're not people who may who may have been roped into to a life that they that they could not necessarily get out of because they're only 16, 17. They've been doing it since they were 12, possibly 11. The more I have this conversation with y'all, the more I realize why my mother said the things she said. Because they always are going to view you in one light. And and listen, this is not I'm not vilifying all white people. All right, so shout out, hey, shout out to all of my, all of my white friends, Mexican, Asian, whoever you are. If you are a listener that is not black, this is not directed towards you. This is directed towards the status of of the situation that we have going on right now that has recently befallen us. I know there's a thousand outlets talking about it. I know it's on the news everywhere. This is just another platform to talk about it. Everyone's outraged by it because it's in plain sight. 
and we're so tired of it. It's crazy that, like I said, my mother had to teach me that at seven. I just wanted to play with Legos. <laughs> I just wanted to play play Legos, you know, go play football, do that whole thing, do whatever do whatever was clever, watch TV, watch cartoons, you know, rough house with my dad, rough house with my brother, whatever. The, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to have to have that conversation with my mother, but I understood that my mother and father sat me down and had that conversation because my mother was born in Kentucky and raised in Kentucky. And if you, if I have any listeners from Kentucky, you know what I'm talking about. My mother was born in the sixties. All right. So we, we're just going to leave that there. So, so you understand where, where my mother was coming from. She wasn't telling me anything wrong because now that we fast forward all these years later, guess what we still have going on? We still got people getting killed for no reason. And for anybody out there saying, oh, well, 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 what about this situation? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what we just saw. When, when do we have an opportunity to legit look at things the way they exact, the, the, the exact way that they are? We're not we're not skipping around. We're not going back in somebody's history. We're not going to a conversation he had on Twitter. We're not looking at what he did when he was 11. We're not looking at his criminal record. We're looking at the reason for what has happened to that person right then and there. Because the dead can't defend themselves. Where's the respect for those people? Let's put that out. Let's put that in perspective. Because do you think those police officers, you know, who committed those crimes, if they were to do those things to some, I don't care what color the officer officer is. This right here is ridiculous on every level. If this happened, and, and I like people, would, would you have the same issue if it happened to white people? Yes, I would. I would. But guess what? I can't speak for their community because I'm not considered a part of their community by America. Okay? No matter how many white people I live, I live beside, no matter how many white friends I may have, no matter what school I go to, no matter none of that, I'm still what I am. I am what I am. My skin color in this country determines who I can speak for. But the problem is I choose to speak for myself. I don't really call that a problem. That's just my choice. Rather. I choose to speak for myself. It just happens to be that my voice aligns with the voice of many others. Because the plot to um, to harm my people and harm people who look like me is great. And I'm not talking about people who committed crimes. I'm not talking about, oh, you you didn't you didn't shot up 32 people and the cops come and send you send you to jail and let's free Pookie. No, Pookie need to be in jail. OK, we're not freeing Pookie because Pookie's a murderer. OK, we're not talking about that. You know, I, I'm not I'm not here to free somebody who continually who continuously makes the mistakes that they make because they're choosing to do it. I'm talking about the senseless actions of those who are meant to serve and protect those who are meant to keep us safe and the fact that as individuals we <clears throat> pardon me we have been conditioned we have been conditioned to believe that we are in some way the problem and that we need to not be who we are so that people can be comfortable because that's what the world is and I understand the business world. I understand, you know, we, we play the game that we play so we can get where we need to go. But I, I, the, the more I think about it, I think that I think that it's time to go ahead and stop playing the game. I think we need to start really um, investing in ourselves and 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 starting our own businesses and and developing our own power. 
Now, I know we've been told this before. So if you hear it here on Ivy Knows Best, guess what? There's nothing wrong with you hearing it again. Maybe you just need to hear it some more. Because I don't want to keep continue to have that conversation with my child. Because I don't want my child to ever have to live a life where where he has to explain why I'm here. Oh, by the way, just like just like in New York, a bird watcher. Someone call, calls the police on the bird watcher. And, and I'm telling that you're an African-American. Yeah, you daggone right. The city's full of us. You live in a place like New York City and you're acting that way. Come on. Come on, people. That's one of the biggest melting pots in the world. In the world. You understand me? And we got things like that still happening to our people. So it's like you're not safe no matter where you go. So, you know, I just, you know, I know I kind of went on on a little bit of a ramble, but to me, it just really just it's starting to sink in. Like why my mother was saying it, but at the same time, I still don't understand why it still needs to be a thing. Why do we still have to, why do I have to continue to have this conversation with my son? Right? Why do why do and my son's six, my son probably doesn't remember it from the time I say it to the time I stop saying it. But every day I got to, hey son, come here, walk come on, walk over here. Say hello. Say yes, sir, say no, sir. Right? Say no, thank you. And even though some people oh, that's manners. Yes, it is manners, it is. But I can see I, I can see a kid his age who doesn't who's not taught those same manners, who's from a, a whole an entire different culture. Yeah, no. You know, and have those kind of conversations with adults because he's not going to be viewed as more than a child. From the time that my children are young, my children, my our children, African-Americans, our children are viewed in a certain way. Your likeness is an issue. If little, little black pretty girl, they'll ne- they'll never tell you they'll never tell you that your hair that you that you the hair that 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 you may be somewhat ashamed of because all your friends have different types of hair. They'll never tell you how beautiful that is. But guess what? It's beautiful. I'm here to tell you it's beautiful. Be- beautiful black woman. I know people might not tell you that you're beautiful because they feel like you got an attitude. Guess what? Yes, yes, you might have a little bit of an attitude. You might have a little bit of an attitude, but guess what? That makes you who you are. Don't change who you are. Don't try to fit in with these people because we see what happens even even while we're trying to fit in. Even while we're still curtailing who we are as people. No matter how much you don't act like a nigga. No matter how much you don't, you know, act ratchet. I don't even know if that's even still a word, if that's still even used, but, you know. No, you know, you are who you are. You're beautiful. Right? But we're not taught that, you know, we're, we're taught out of caution. We're not taught, you know, to, you know, even though you might be taught in your home, hey, black is beautiful, being black is beautiful. We're, we're also taught to be cautious of being beautiful. You know, you got to walk this fine line because there's there's somebody watching you at all times. You're walking on eggshells in this country. And it doesn't mean that you can't be great. It doesn't mean that you can't overcome it. it. Doesn't mean you can't rise above it. Doesn't mean you can go that you can't go past it. But what it is telling me is that it's still out there. The threat's still there. Okay? The threat's still there. But even though the threat's still there, just know you do have a place where you can listen and you can hear what we have to say. People who look like you. This might not be popular. I might not get a lot of people to re-listen to this or repost this. But in reality, for those who are listening, those who will listen, right? I love us. You should love us. Even if you aren't one of us, love us because we love you. We are, Look, 
African American African Americans, and I and I can promise you, we are the most loving people that I've ever seen. Some of the most loving people. We accept everybody. I've seen white gangs, Hispanic gangs, black gangs, Asian gangs, all in my time. And if and to be honest, at all, and I'm just using this as an example, at all those gangs, there's only one gang that accepts everybody, the black gangs. Bloods and Crips will take anybody. As long as as long as you, as long as you prove yourself. The Aryan Brotherhood, if you ain't white, they're not taking you. The Italian mob, if you were not full-blooded Italian, you wasn't in. A lot of these, a lot of these uh these 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 um South, you know, Central America type gangs, your your MS 13s and you know all your all, all your other Mexican gangs, you got to be Mexican. Or you got, or you got to be from El Salvador. You got to be from wherever the gang originates from. You have to be some kind of some some kind of Latino to be a Latin, a Latin king. This is all information. But we, but believe me, I'm, I'm using it as an example to say this: we are the most accepting people. Yet we're having the same issue with anybody that doesn't care for us. We become a target. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the 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 guy who's been sh- who was shot while you know, by the by the father and son. I'm not talking just about that, even though that happened not that long ago. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't have my notes in front of me. That lets you know how much I'm just talking to y'all from shooting from the heart. I need to get it off my soul because it's bothering me, and I want everybody to understand this. <clears throat> As inclusive as we are as a people, all right. If and moving forward, if we are ever going to be able to move forward, we need that same respect back for all my listeners. If you if you have somebody that you know that don't look like you, and guess what? Because I was in the military, all right. And while I was in the military, guess what I learned? I learned that it doesn't matter who you are, right? Until it matters who you are. Right now, some people are just like, okay, what does that even mean? Yeah, because like when you first come in the doors, I was in the United States Air Force, and there's there's information about the the racial disparity and discrimination that took place there, as, and it has been taking taking place for years there, and that's not to discredit that Air Force, but the reality of it is, it didn't matter who you are, anybody can join, until something happens, then it matters who you are. That's what I mean by that. So if you know, you know. So, um, but with that being said, I just want to move forward in a positive light. I definitely want to want to figure out some solutions, man. Hey, look, if y'all want to talk to me about this even further, if y'all having disagreements with this podcast, y'all feel free feel free to hit me up. Feel free to let me know. Feel free to to, to contact me personally. Feel free to call me. Feel free to to hit me. I, look, listen, listen. Hit me on all my social media platforms. I just I just find it I you know I I I can find time to talk to you. I just find it crazy that some of the people who have a comment about what's being said on this podcast, right? Who will probably unfriend me tomorrow will be the same people who defend who defend those cops who did exactly what we saw them do on on, on that uh on that tape. And 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 it's sad. You know, as much as as much as I pray um uh, you know, because I'm a Christian. 
I, I'm going to have to start believing and praying for the safety of everybody because this isn't going. This isn't going to go away. This is not going to go away. <clears throat> this is not going. This is going to get worse. I promise you. I, I, I don't see it going away because what's going to happen is people are going to feel obligated to retaliate or say something or do something because people are getting tired of it. And I'm not. I'm not saying it's okay to do. But what I'm saying is that's just a natural course of things. Something happens a little bit too much, and then you have what you had, the Watts, the situation in Watts, the Watts riots. You have situations like you had in Baltimore. You have those type of riots. People get fed up. They get fed up with certain actions, man. And I, and I just want, I want to see us all be be prosperous out here. You know, like, like you have a job to do, and, and I have friends who are law enforcement. I understand your job is hard, you know, but operate, operate in love, man. Not everything, you know, not everything requires requires somebody to die. That's not always, you know, that's not always that doesn't always have to happen. But I understand it's a dangerous job, so you know, hats off to you for doing it. But definitely, definitely be careful when you're handling people. Particularly those of a different color. Because if you're not that and you stay and you're not that kind of person, you still kind of continue to step into that light and and, and be violent or be over aggressive or over the top. You know, you can you can get pulled into that real quite easily. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. You know, so, you know, let's be peaceful. Let's be loving out here, people. Let's be safe. You know, and all my people, if you have any questions, man, look, I'm here. If you want to talk about it, you want to discuss, you want to disagree, I'm here. You know, you know, so, you know, but you know, what? switching gears, though, switching gears, um, you know, to something light as opposed to something, you know, so heavy <clears throat> and something that weighs so hard on, on everybody. Um, you guys are doing such an amazing job listening. And, and I know you guys really like my last, uh, episodes that I dropped and I'm really thinking, I like, I like actually scratch that. I love the love that you guys are giving me. I love the support that you guys are giving me. It keeps me going. Uh, there's so much that goes into this, you know, into doing this you know, for me personally, uh, whether it be, you know, writing down segments or finding out things to talk about or just taking a few days to let things, you know, pin up so I can say things to y'all. Um, there's so much that goes along with it, but I do appreciate every single one of y'all for listening. Thank you. Um, and what I'm going to start moving into, you know, I still want to do a lot of sports stuff, so I don't want people to to come onto my channel and be like, or, or you know, listening, like, man, what was what, he talking about, man? Why is, he, why is it all political all the time? Yes, I want to get back to sports. I definitely do. I definitely want to definitely get back to that. But we're going to wait until, you know, things open back up. You know, we had the pandemic, so we're going to swing in this direction because this is what's best for us here over at Ivy Knows Best. But uh, be on the lookout. I got some new things coming. Um, I actually have a joint podcast dropping. I definitely want y'all to really, really, really be on the lookout for that. That's more of your social conscious conversations, you know, that I have with a partner of mine. You know, this, this is some this is some big news. So, you know, when we get around to dropping that, that's going to be amazing. You know, I'm not going to tell you the name. I'm not going to do any of that yet. But we definitely are going to go ahead and release that. Now, um, for all of my sponsors, thank y'all very much once again. Grind Clothing, can't stop my grind, as always, you know. Shout out to Mr. Owner, CEO, ownerenterprises.net. You know, that they preach valuable ownership and owning everything is you, you know. Um, 
Let me see who else, who else. I don't want to forget everybody because I got so many people. Ivy Wellness, you know, shout out to all of them. That's my, that's for my sister, you know, Nurse Ivy, you know, Diamond Ivy out there. People go follow her on, on IG as well. So, uh, and also for Anchor, shout out to Anchor for allowing me to, you know, use their platform. So, you know, we're going to definitely uh, make some moves. Hey, happy birthday to my man, Mel. I'm Mel Thompson, man. Happy birthday, brother. You know, I ain't forgot about you, man. But thank you all very much for listening to me once again, man. Go with love. Let every, you know, let peace light your way, all that good stuff. And as always, man, thank you for being my family. Thank you for being my ear and allowing me to to get some of this off my chest, man. Because that, that was weighing on me heavy. So much so that I just had to kick it with y'all for, you know, however long this might, however long this lasted, man. Um, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back real soon because I got a ton of stuff to talk about with y'all that I haven't even uncovered yet. So, but hey, for the time being, man, hey, y'all chew on this for a while. Tell me what y'all think. Hit me up on my IG, which is Mr. Eric Ivy, right? Online on Facebook.com at Eric Ivy. That's my name, you know, on Facebook. Shout out to that. And, you know, go hit me up, man. Let me know what y'all think, man. Peace and love.